the International Soccer Preview. We are Soccer Files Canada. Welcome to our continuation of Series 19. This one looking at the players of the 2023 Asian Cup due to be played in January 2024. This episode is looking at the players of Uzbekistan. Here we go! Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and this is Series 19 on the players of the 2023 Asian Cup, played in 2024. This episode covers Uzbekistan's players. And we're doing this media cast in two parts. Uh, part one is a look at the candidates for the squad and their likelihood of making it. We think we went into too much detail in previous player media casts we've done, so we're aiming for a lighter, more listener-friendly version this time. Uh, part two will come out when the squad lists are released and the final squad selected. We think that will be in late December. And we'll go back over the list that we create here at that time and see who made it and who didn't. And we'll also cover uh, some other things, but we'll uh, preview that at the end of the podcast in, in part two. So we have made a separate video on what we will be covering for the next nine months. YouTube watchers can see the link to that on the screen, and it can also be found in the show notes for both watchers and listeners. In short, we're focused on the Asian and African Cups, uh, both of those taking place in early 2024. And we have also started coverage of World Cup 2026. So this episode will have three sections. Section one, where we give some uh, general information on the team. Section two is the main part, where we look at the main candidates in each position and judge their likelihood of making the squad. And section three, where we give any closing thoughts and we preview uh, part two, which will come out uh, probably in December or early January. Okay, let's begin then. And we begin uh, with section one, some general information about the squad. So let's uh, first talk about uh, a few players that have retired. And we won't go into too much detail on them. But uh, first one is goalkeeper uh, Ignati Nesterov. Uh, he has uh, 106 caps, 106 caps over uh, the period of 2002 to 2019. And uh, he retired from international soccer after the 2019 Asian Cup, where he was a starter. Nesterov is actually the only man ever to play in five Asian Cups. His first one was in uh, 2004. He was just a substitute there. Uh, that year, and then 2007, also uh, a substitute. Um, but he did play in both of those tournaments and then was a starter in the 2011, 2015, and 2019 uh, Asian Cups there. So that was uh, his last game in the 2019 Asian Cup. Uh, next, we have a central defender. Uh, this is the second of four, by the way that we'll look at. This is Anzer Ismailov. So Anzer Ismailov had 103 caps and three goals over the period of 2007 to 2019. And he was a sub in the 2007 tournament and um, a starter in the 2011, 2015 and 2019 uh, tournaments. We also have Islam Tukhtakujayev, uh, uh, Islam Tukhtakujayev uh, was uh, with the team from 2009 to 2021, 74 caps and two goals. And uh, his first tournament was the Asian Cup in 2015. So not selected for the uh, 2011 uh, tournament. Um, and he was a sub in both that and in the 2019 tournament, although in 2019 he did gain a starting position after game one. And finally, we have Odil Amadev. Uh, he's coded as a defensive or central midfielder, and I believe he sometimes played in central defense. He was captain of the team and uh, had 108 caps and an impressive 21 goals 
over the course of 2007 to uh, 2021. So he retired a bit later than the others playing after the Asian Cup. So he played in the 2011, 2015 and 2019 Asian Cups and was a starter in all of those. So um, yeah, four big players uh, lost now to Uzbekistan, but um, we'll see soon that they have some good youth coming up to replace them. And uh, most of those retired four years ago, so uh, they've had plenty of time to uh, replace them. Uh, uh, so another note on the team is that they do have uh, some promising youth coming through. Uh, Uzbekistan won the under-23 Asian Cup in 2008 and came second in 2022. And that promising crop is now making its way into the senior team uh, there. And the next thing we look at is club affiliations for Uzbekistan. So about 65% of them play uh, in Uzbekistan. And they have uh, four players in Russia. And maybe this is going into too much detail, but two players in Turkey and in United Arab Emirates, and then one player in France, Italy, and Greece. So the clubs there, the uh, Russian clubs, are pretty good ones. Um, one of them is CSKA Moscow, and the uh, another is Rubin Kazan, and uh, those are both pretty pretty big clubs. Um, their top scorer plays for Cagli. Uh, I'm never sure how to say it, Caglieri. Uh, in Italy, who was actually promoted to Series A uh, in Italy. And, um, yeah, we won't go into the other teams. The uh, French team is Lens, uh, uh, by the way. So some good uh, club affiliations uh, uh, for Uzbekistan. And I have the feeling that they're going to be um, looking to do a little better here, um, having not reached the final round of... Uh, World Cup qualifying, and that brings us into the next section, which is their recent games. So uh, we'll just kind of summarize. They had three friendlies from January to March uh, in 2022. So when we look at the players, we'll be covering their participation over the last two years. So um, these are the games that we, we um, won't be talking about specifically, but we'll be looking at um, uh, when we get to the players. Uh, in June of 2023, uh, they had uh, three Asian Cup qualifying games. Uh, that was the second round of Asian Cup qualifying, and they were in that round because they hadn't made it to the final round of World Cup qualifying. That's why I think they'll be highly motivated uh, here, and they seem to have the talent to do it, as we'll see. Uh, in November 22 and March 2023, they had, uh, I believe it was four friendly games. Anyway, a series of friendlies. And in June of 2023, they hosted or perhaps co-hosted the uh, CAFA Nations Cup, the Central Asian Football Association uh, Cup. And actually, that was the first uh, local cup in that region. That region was recently formed in 2014, and it took them until 2023 to have their first cup. But as we've noted, as we've noted in the uh, group and team podcast, the the uh, local tournaments in Asia are, um, uh, you know, uh, fairly important, especially compared to other regions. So, CAFA Nations Cup there, and. Um, then they had uh, two friendlies in September and two friendlies in October. And we will focus on those a little bit more because it's recent participation and we'll be wanting to see uh, who has uh, played for the team recently. Uh, formations is a much more difficult discussion because, uh, boy, oh boy, Uzbekistan sure experiment a lot with uh, different formations. So I've tried to kind of summarize uh, uh, summarize all these games they've played. And um, uh, there's really no pattern to it. They, they just seem to try a new formation uh, every game. Um, but there are a couple of patterns. I mean, generally, it is four at the back and uh, one player up front. But um, uh, 
And that's, uh, uh, that is in the games up until September. We'll talk about recent games separately. But they have had five at the back. They have had three at the back. Uh, they've had two up front. They've even had a 4-3-3 with three up front. But these are usually just one or two games, and then they switch to another formation. So uh, a lot of experimentation there for uh, Uzbekistan. But um, maybe it's more important... Uh, to look at their recent games because that might be what they take into the cup and over the course of the last four games they have had uh, three central defenders with the right back and left back uh, moving up the field and playing as a winger uh, for the most part it is the left backs and right backs but sometimes um sometimes it's uh, uh, uh left wingers or right wingers okay that is the uh, formations that we're looking at and uh, finally, we'll look at their upcoming game. So they have their first World Cup 2026 qualifiers coming up in November. And they start with a really tough one. It is uh, Iran at home. Iran is actually part of that CAFA uh, nations, uh, Central African nations, uh, sorry, Central Asian nations. And they won that tournament, uh, even though um, Uzbekistan had the advantage of of uh, home field, uh, so Iran, a pretty a pretty tough uh, customer to begin there. Um, uh, a pretty tough. Uh, where am I? <laughs> a tough customer to begin their campaign with, uh, and then we have uh, Turkmenistan away. So uh, we have done actually the the uh, previews for the groups and teams on that one so you can uh, check out our thinking it's not our purpose here to uh, to really get into that uh, by the way that iran game is on uh november 15th and the away game with turkmenistan uh oh no i've got it all backwards here the away game with turkmenistan is their first one on november 15th and then the home game with iran is uh, on november 20th sorry about that um and uh, in terms of uh, games beyond that, they probably will schedule a couple of friendlies uh, before the Cup, but uh, they haven't done so yet. So uh, nevertheless, I think especially against Iran, but I would imagine in both games that we can expect them to uh, put out their best players. And so that'll give us an indication, uh, a better indication of who they are thinking of for the, uh, for the Cup itself. All right, that is the end of part one, and now we move on to section two to look at the candidates. And we begin with the manager, who we would consider a definite candidate. It is Shreko Katanec, or Shreko Katanec, and uh, he uh, has been the manager of Uzbekistan since 2021. Um, so even though they kind of disappointed uh, in the World Cup qualifying for 2022, uh, not reaching the final round there. They uh, they kept him on, and he will lead them through this tournament. He's a very experienced international manager. He was manager of Iraq's national team, 2018 to 2021, and uh, two times manager of Slovenia's national team. That was uh, 2013 to 17, and then uh, earlier, 1998 to 2002, leading Slovenia through uh, a very good period. Uh, in their history. Uh, and he has also managed the Macedonia national team and United Arab Emirates national team. Uh, so in terms of tournaments, he took Slovenia through Euro 2000 and their qualification for the World Cup in 2002. I actually watched them play a game in uh, Busan in Korea because I was living there at the time. Uh, he also managed the United Arab Emirates in the 2011 Asian Cup and finally manager of Iraq during the 2019 Asian Cup. So the 2023 uh, Asian Cup will be his fifth tournament. Uh, as a player, uh, he was uh, part of the Yugoslavia national team from 1983 to 90 with 30 caps and five goals there and also part of the new Slovenia uh, national team in 1994 with five caps and one goal there, as well as a um, uh, club career where he played for Sampdoria in Italy, Stuttgart in Germany, and then uh, some of the bigger clubs in Yugoslavia. So a very experienced uh, player and manager, Shreko Katanek, and he will be leading 
uh, Uzbekistan through this tournament. Next, we look at goalkeepers, and we'll begin by talking about the uh, names first. We'll just introduce the names. So we have as uh, a definite candidate Utkir Yusupov. Utkir Yusupov, and we, uh, well, we'll talk in detail about them soon. And uh, next, we have two um, two candidates at the likely level. So that is um, Botarali Ergashev and uh, Abduvohid. Nematov. Um, neither of those have tournament experience. That's why their names are in, in lighter gray. And then we have one possible candidate in Umidon Urgashev, uh, sometimes called Umid Urgashev. And finally, uh, a possible but unlikely candidate in Valijon uh, uh, Rahimov. Uh, we won't do much more than mention his name at this point, so uh, he's possible but unlikely, and if he comes into the picture more, then uh, we will um, actually add him to the list. So I'm not even going to put him on the list uh, unless he, he uh, comes out in the final squad there. And we did mention the retired goalkeeper, Ignati Nesterov. So in fact, uh, none of these players have more than 20 caps. Um, it was hard for them to get games under, um, uh, get games uh, ahead of Ignati Nesterov. But clearly, the uh, starting keeper looks like it's going to be Utkir Yusupov. He's a definite candidate, and uh, he's been with Uzbekistan since 2018 and was a backup goalkeeper in the 2019 Asian Cup. But he only has 17 caps, and all of them have been earned over the last two years after. Uh, after the retirement of Nesterov. Uh, he's played 17 of their 20 games over the last two years and was on the bench for three others. So looks uh, very likely to be the starter. Um, uh, Bot uh, Botarali Ergashev uh, is the first of our likely candidates. And he's been with the team even longer since, two th uh, well, both of them since 2018. But he's earned only two caps in his uh, in his years with the team, and he was actually off the team for a while. He returned after a year and a half absence in September 2022 to start one of the remaining 14 games, and he was also subbed in for one and on the bench for 10, uh, and not selected for two others. So after his absence, he seems pretty steady. I would guess actually he's the uh, second string keeper here. And uh, the next uh, likely candidate is uh, Abdubohid Nematov. So uh, he has been with the team since 2020. Um, and he, uh, he also returned after an absence, a 15-month absence, uh, the same time as Ergashev uh, came back into the team in September 2022. And he started one of their remaining games and was on the bench for 10. And, uh, but he was also with the under-23 under team uh, for two games and not selected for one other. So teams are half a step behind uh, Ergashev, but Abduvohid Nematov, nevertheless, a likely candidate. Uh, the possible candidate is Umid Ergashev, so um, not to be confused with uh, Boturali uh, Ergashev. And... Um, Umidon Urgashev doesn't have any caps for the national team. Uh, he's a young player at 24 years old, uh, which is actually older than uh, Nematov, who is 22 years old. And uh, um, Umidon Urgashev, uh, um, he had been called up uh, to the bench for two games in the spring of 2018 and one game in September 20. Uh, so it was kind of on and off the team, just getting a look in. And he returned after a 16-month absence in January 2022. Uh, didn't start any games, but he was on the bench for eight games. Uh, the most recent of those was in September, so he's still in the picture. But there were 10 games that he wasn't selected for. So um, he, seems, uh, uh, a bit, he seems behind... Uh, Ergashev and uh, Nematov, uh, Botarali Ergashev and uh, Nematov, uh, but there is still a chance that he uh, will make it onto the squad. So, uh, in summary, it seems quite set with um, Utkir 
use the path as the starter, and uh, Botarali, Urgashev, and Abdu, Vohid, Nemetov as the backups. Um, but there is a chance that Umijan Urgashev can get in there, and um, that's it for goalkeepers. Uh, we move on to defenders, and uh, we will start with central defenders here. And here uh, we have a definite candidate in Umar Eshmuradov. Umar Meshmuradov, a definite candidate, and uh, Husnadin Alikov, uh, sorry, Alikulov, uh, as a or likely candidate. And uh, there are two other likely candidates too, Rustam Ashurmatov and uh, Abdullah Abdulayev. So one definite, three likely. Um, and then we have two uh, possible candidates. Uh, in Abdu Kodir Kusanov and Alibek Davron, uh, Davronov. Okay, and we will mention, um, actually, we will add to the list uh, Sakshod Asmidinov. Um, he's possible but unlikely, but since he did play recently, we'll just add him to the list. And then we have a few players who are off. In fact, two of them are the retired players that we mentioned. So Anzur Ismailov and Islam Tuktakujayev. Uh, uh, so these players um, uh, that we'll be looking at are coming in to replace those long-standing uh, central defenders. Uh, the other one who seems to be off the squad is Islam Kobilov, and we won't add him to the list, but uh, there's always an outside chance of those players coming back. So at least we've said the name and have covered ourselves. Okay, Umar Eshmadurov uh, is the definite candidate. And uh, it's also the case here that uh, none of the um, None of the players here have more than 25 caps. I was going to say 20 caps, but I see that uh, Rustam Ashmuratov has 24, or, or probably 26, because I didn't update it. Uh, so um, um, fairly inexperienced players as far as the uh, national team goes. So they uh, may feel the pinch of the retirement of those two veterans. Um, Anyway, Umar Eshmuradov um, does not have any Asian Cup experience. None of these uh, central defenders do. Uh, he's been with the team since 2020, and he has 18 caps and one goal. He's 29 years old, so uh, uh, that's a relatively limited number of caps. However, since the retirement of those two players, uh, he's started 16 of their 20 games in the last two years, subbed in for one and on the bench for two. So just one game that he wasn't selected for. So it's not only a definite candidate to make the squad here, uh, but likely, very likely a starter. Next, we look at uh, the three likely candidates, beginning with Husnidin Alikulov. Uh, and he's been with the team since 2020 and has 14 caps. And he started 11 of their 20 games over the last couple of years, subbed in for one and on the bench for two and not selected for six matches. So he plays for uh, Rizespor in Turkey, so one of the uh, one of the Turkish players we mentioned, and uh, we consider him a likely candidate. Also likely is Rostam uh, uh, Ashurmatov. He is uh, almost always a central defender, but has played as a right defender. Uh, recently, though, it is uh, central defense, and uh, he was selected, actually, um, in uh, 2017 for the first time, but didn't make the Asian Cup squad uh, in 2019. Um, but he does have 24 caps now, and he plays for Rubin Kazan in Russia uh, uh, since recently, since 2023, uh, having been in Uzbekistan before. But he also played for a couple of clubs in South Korea. Uh, okay, so um, Rustam Ash Ashurmatov has started 10 of their 20 games over the past two years, subbed in for one and on the bench for four, and not selected for five others. So his participation, quite similar to Husnadin Alikulov there. 
the third likely candidate is Abdullah Abdullayev. And actually, he uh, switches back and forth from defensive midfield to central midfield, uh, to central defense, but uh, more often uh, recently has been a central defender. Uh, he also switches back and forth from being a starter and a substitute, a bit more than the other two. So Abdullah Abdullayev has been with Uzbekistan since 2021 and has 13 caps. And uh, he is one of the players who plays in the UAE, United Arab Emirates. So um, he started eight of their 20 games over the past two years, subbed in for three and on the bench for seven. Uh, only two matches that he wasn't selected for. So called up a bit more regularly than the other two, but starts a bit less regularly. Uh, nevertheless, we consider them all likely. The two uh, possible candidates, the first is uh, Abdu Khodir Kusanov, and he's been with the team just since 2023 and has earned three caps. He's only 19 years old, and he probably has uh, one of the biggest club affiliations on the squad. Uh, he plays for Lens in France. Um, and he got his first cap in June of 2022 and started three of their remaining eight games, as well as subbing in for two and appearing on the bench for one. And he's been with the under-23 team uh, for a couple of matches also. Uh, the other one, uh, Alibak Davranov, is also very young, 21 years old. And uh, he started just one of their 20 games from January uh, I'll just say over the last two years, subbed in for two and on the bench for five, uh, and with the under-23 team also for two games, only two games that he wasn't selected for. So they have a decent chance because Uzbekistan will probably bring five or six central defenders. Uh, these two will probably be substitutes there. And so uh, in summary, we'll say that... Um, uh, again, if you think back to the formations we talked about, it usually was a four-man uh, back line. Uh, that would mean two central defenders and two, uh, left, uh, two uh, right back and left back. But recently they've been going with three at the back over the last four games. So uh, basically it's a fairly even mix of um, Eshmuradov plus two of the other players. And... Uh, uh, um, uh, fairly evenly distributed there, but Ashmuradov uh, usually uh, kind of the anchor there. Okay, that is central defense, and we'll move on to the left back position. And we begin with uh, Farouk uh, Seifiev, Farouk Seifiev as a likely candidate, and then um, Shurzad Nazrulayev also as a likely candidate. And uh, just one more, a possible candidate uh, in Ibrahim Halil uh, Yuldoshev. Um, okay, so let's take a look at these three players. Uh, Farouk, uh, among them all, is the only one to have played in the uh, 2019 Asian Cup. In fact, he was even in the 2015 Asian Cup, although he saw no action there. And he was just a sub in the 2019 Asian Cup and a bit of a um, a bit of a surprise selection for that squad because he had been off the squad for a while. So uh, since his first cap in 2014, he has 44 caps and one goal. And um, uh, he started 12 of their 20 games over the last two years, was subbed in for two and on the bench for one. So not selected for five matches. So uh, Farouk Seifiev, um, a likely candidate. Uh, also, Shurzad uh, Nazrulayev, uh, he has been with the team just since 2022, but he has 12 caps. And uh, he got his first cap in January 2022 and started 10 of the remaining 20 games. Uh, and he was subbed in for four and on the bench for two. Uh, he was injured for three, so there's just one match that he wasn't called up for. Um, and so, in a sense, he's a little bit ahead of uh, Seifiev for the starting position. Uh, but we'll talk about that after introducing uh, the uh, possible candidate, uh, Ibrahim Khalil, uh, Ibrahim Khalil uh, Yuldoshev. 
So he has been with the team since 2020, uh, 16 caps and one goal, uh, which is pretty good. He's 22 years old and he plays for a smaller club in Russia. And he returned after an eight month absence in September 2022 uh, and started just one of their remaining 14 games. But he was subbed in for three and on the bench for three and uh, not selected for five matches uh, during that time, including the last two matches. He was with the under 23 team for a couple of games too. So the fact is uh, that Yuldashev seems to be uh, drifting off the team in recent times. And he actually, this would be his second time uh, uh, drifting off the team uh, a little bit. So he seems to kind of come in and out. Uh, in summary of this part, uh, the left back position uh, becomes a left wing position when there are three central defenders. But uh, that left wing position is usually played by the left back. The same is going to be true on the right side. Um, only once did, the, uh, did one of these players play as a left central defender. Uh, uh, so generally they move up the field. And uh, 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 Seyfiev and Nazrulayev uh, seem to share it quite evenly uh, as we've seen. So um, uh, one of them starting 12 games, one of them starting uh, 10 games out of the 20. So they've been on the field a couple of times uh, at the same time, but generally share this position. Uh, and as I said, on the right back, it's the same recently. Uh, that has been a, a right wing position. But in this case, we have a definite candidate uh, in um, Kojakbar uh, Alijonov. Uh, um, Alijonov. And we also have a, a possible candidate in Dilshod Setov. And then we'll just mention the uh, possible but unlikely candidate, uh, Saeed uh, Zamat uh, Mercedov. Uh, Saeed Zamat Mercedov. Um, but that's uh, all we'll do. We won't actually put him on the list. But we'll bring him up again if he shows up on the final roster. So let's go back to uh, Kojiakbar Alijanov. And uh, he has been with the team since 2019 with 28 caps and started 12 of their 20 games over the past uh, two years, was subbed in for two and on the bench for, uh, sorry, subbed in for four and on the bench for two. So just two times that he was not selected, um, not selected. Uh, and the possible candidate, Dilshod Setov, actually seemed like a fairly likely candidate until missing the two games in October. So uh, Dilshod Setov has been with the team since 2021 and has eight caps. And uh, seven of those came in the past two years, seven starts in the past two years and six appearances on the bench. But there were seven matches that he wasn't selected for, including those two uh, in October. So on the right side, rather than these two sharing the role, uh, it seems like Alijonov, uh, a more more likely candidate, holding down the position uh, regularly in recent times. And Dilshot Zetov um, moved actually from a likely to a possible candidate due to missing those two games. Okay, that uh, brings us to the end of defense. And so we move on to look at midfielders. And we're going to list uh, with the defensive midfielders first. But uh, as with many teams, there's not really a big difference between uh, central defense and, um, and uh, uh, sorry, central midfielder and defensive midfielder. And in fact, uh, we only have a couple of players coded as... Uh, as defensive midfielders at the possible but unlikely level, uh, and that is Sardar uh, Saberkojayev and um, the retired player that we mentioned earlier, Odil Amadov, um, uh, who had 108 caps uh, moving out of this position. But generally, uh, we're going to see that it's filled with central midfielders rather than players coded as defensive midfielders. But we will uh, put Sardar Saberkojayev on the list uh, because he was on the um, 
Central Asian Football Association Cup squad uh, for the first two games, which is fairly recent. Uh, that was in June. But though he was called up to the tournament and played in the first two games, uh, he was then off the squad for the last two games, and he hasn't returned since. So he didn't play any of the four games in the uh, September and October here. So uh, that makes us put him as possible but unlikely, but we'll put his name on the list because he has appeared relatively recently. And that's all we have for players coded as defensive midfielders. So uh, most of the players occupying this position will be central midfielders, even if, uh, even if they do play a more defensive role, as we'll see shortly. Uh, we have two definite candidates here uh, in uh, Otabek Shukarov and in uh, Odil Hamrobekov, sometimes called o Odil John uh, Hamrobekov. Uh, sometimes Uzbeks um, uh, add the, the John on the end of the name, although I haven't figured out uh, what that actually means yet. But Odil or Odil John. Uh, Hamrobekov, also a definite candidate. And uh, we have two possible candidates in uh, Aziz John Ganiev, uh, also called Aziz Ganiev, and um, Akmal uh, Mozgovoy. Uh, sorry, Akmal uh, Mozgovoy. Uh, and we do have one possible but unlikely candidate in uh, Abror Ismoilov. And we will put him on the list since he appeared fairly recently. And we have uh, Javokir Sidikov, who seems to be off the squad. So uh, last appeared for the national team in March 2022. So we won't put uh, Sidikov on the list here. Um, we'll go back and look at the players. So Otabek Shukarov has been with the national team since 2016 and has 57 caps and four goals. And he's another of the player who plays in Turkey. And he was a starter in the 2019 Asian Cup. Um, in the last two years, he started 18 of their 20 games um subbed in for one and not selected for one so always selected uh, to be on the field is Otabek Shukarov uh, if you think back to the uh um what we said about the uh, formations uh we saw that they're really experimenting in the middle here so there may be anywhere from uh one to three uh, central midfielders and uh, if they have one, they tried a 4-1-4-1 formation, for example. Um, it was the next candidate, Odiljon Hamrabekov, who played as a stopper. So as I said, not a lot of difference between central midfielder and defensive midfielder. Um, but they'll probably bring, uh, they'll probably, uh, we'll probably think of it in terms of two central midfielders uh, starting. Uh, Odil John Hamrabekov has been with the team since 2017 and has 41 caps. And uh, he was on the roster for the 2019 Asian Cup, but he didn't get onto the field, just a substitute there. However, uh, over the past two years, he started 16 of their 20 games and he was subbed in for two and on the bench for one. So, uh, like Ganiev there, he has, uh, sorry, like Shukarov, I should say, uh, he has only uh, not been selected for one match. So these two are uh, real anchors in the central midfield and almost always start. Nevertheless, we have two possible candidates, as is John Ganiev. He started two of their 20 games over the past two years, was subbed in for two and on the bench for three. So 13 matches that he wasn't selected for. Uh, and uh, he only has 13 caps since his first in 2017. So a little tough to break uh, into the team with Hamrabekov and uh, Shukarov uh, always starting. Uh, he was called up for all four recent games, was Ganiev, and not called up much before that. So he may be making inroads into the team here. Uh, he's one of the players who plays for uh, in the United Arab Emirates for Shabab Al-Ali. Um, you know, so um, looking a little better for him in recent times. The second possible candidate is uh, Akmal uh, Mosko, uh, Moskoyov. 
and uh, he started three of their 20 games over the past two years, subbed in for one and on the bench for seven, and uh, not selected for nine matches, including the last two matches. Uh, so just a possible candidate there. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see them at the Cup as substitutes. Finally, we have uh, Abror Ismailov, who's possible but unlikely. But he did sub in for two games in September, and then he was back off the team. So uh, just popped his head in in September there, um, but wasn't on the team uh, for a while before that. Uh, and... Uh, that was a two-year absence, so he, two years absent, came back in in September for two games and then uh, disappeared again. So we'll have to see, but there is an outside chance for him. Uh, however, as a summary of this section, it looks definitely like Shukarov and Hamrobekov, uh, especially if they just have two central midfielders. Um, and there is a, a mild chance for the... Uh, uh, for the uh, Ganiev and Mozgoyov, uh, but they are more likely substitutes. Okay, let's move on to left midfield. And uh, actually, for uh, players coded as left midfielders, there are not many, and that's true of right midfielders too. So uh, generally, it will be the left and right backs, as we saw, uh, moving up to play a winger role. And then it'll be the wingers or uh, attacking midfielders uh, playing further up the field. So uh, nobody really coded as a left midfielder, except for Dostombek Kamadov. Uh, 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 sorry, Dostombek Kamdamov, uh, uh, who uh, is a possible but unlikely uh, candidate here. Uh, and he was a regular call-up until the end of 2022, but then uh, dropped off the team precipitously. I don't think he played any games in 2023. Uh, however, you know, he is a bit of a veteran on the team, uh, being with them since 2016 with 34 caps and five goals. So wouldn't be surprised to see him come back. He was part of the Asian Cup 2019 squad, uh, just recently hasn't been called up but um, uh, may do so. And we have two left midfielders uh, who are seemingly off the squad. So one is Azizbek Amanov. He last played in June 2022. And Oybek Bozorov uh, last played in September 2022. So we won't add them to the list because they seem well off the squad. Right midfielders, we have uh, no players coded uh, as right midfielders. So we move on to uh, left wingers. And we start with a definite candidate uh, in uh, Jaloliddin uh, Marsharapov. Marsharapov. Uh, and uh, one possible candidate in Kolinat Urkinov. So let's go back to uh, uh, Masharapov. And uh, he plays in Saudi Arabia. I think we forgot to mention that. Oh, uh, the reason we didn't mention it earlier on is because uh, he was maybe on loan to that same club in the United Arab Emirates. Um, okay, and he's been with Uzbekistan since 2016 and has 51 caps and uh, 10 goals. And he was a starter in the Asian Cup in 2019 and uh, in the last two years has started 15 of their 20 games and uh, uh, he was actually sick for one game and not selected for four matches. So um, he's coded as a left winger, but actually uh, usually plays uh, as a left attacking midfielder or even as a left forward uh, um, when they use two or three forwards. So uh, definitely an attacking player uh, is a uh, uh, Jaloladin Marsh, uh, Jaloladin Masharapov. I have trouble with that name. Uh, okay, and then we look at the uh, possible candidate in uh, Kojimat Urkinov, and he has been with the team since 2020 and has 19 caps and three goals, just 22 years old, and he plays for Torpedo Moscow uh, in Russia. Although he's currently on loan to uh, uh, a team in Uzbekistan, 
um, since 2023. Uh, Urkinov started uh, six of their 20 games uh, over the past two years, but all of them are in 2022. And then he subbed in for four games. All of those were in 2023. Uh, he was on the bench for one, injured for two, and with the under-21 team uh, for seven others, including the last five matches. So there's definitely kind of a drop-off in his participation, uh, you know, starting quite a few games in 2022, uh, not many games in 2023 in a sub when he did play, and now kind of not appearing for the senior team. So uh, we have him as a possible candidate. Um, and there's not much to talk about with the position here because uh, these uh, left wingers uh, kind of just join the attacking midfielders or are just in the upper left quadrant of the field is maybe a good way uh, to think about it. And sometimes uh, may move to the center or even to the uh, right side sometimes. Okay, we have uh, two right-wingers, uh, both at the possible level. The first one is uh, Jasserbek uh, Yakshiboev, and uh, he's possible. And we also have uh, Abosbek uh, Fezulaev, uh, also at the possible level. And then we have a player who seems to be off the squad in uh, um, uh, Shokbaz Umarov, uh, last appeared in September 2022. So uh, we won't put him on the list and we'll take a look at uh, these two candidates. So Jasserbek uh, Yakshiboev has been with the team since 2018, but uh, rarely gets on the field. Eight caps, but he's made the best of it with two goals there. And um, uh, returned after a two and a half year absence in March 2023 to start two of their remaining 10 games. Uh, but was and was subbed in for five and not selected for three others. So recently uh, getting some action, and he started as a right winger in one game and as a right forward uh, in his other start. So uh, that kind of uh, verifies what I said about left uh, wingers as well, playing as attacking midfielders or even forwards. Uh, the other candidate, uh, Abelspec uh, Fezulaev, um, only has three caps for the national team. He's just 20 years old. Uh, he's the one who plays for Seska Moscow, uh, CSKA Moscow in Russia since 2023. Um, they seem to have uh, maybe an arrangement with uh, Paktakor Tashkent. That's the biggest team in Uzbekistan. So uh, perhaps that's a bit of a, uh, a, bit of a conduit uh, to Russian teams. Um, Fezulayev uh, got his first cap in June of 2023 and didn't start any of the remaining eight games, but was subbed in for five and on the bench for one. And the other two games he was with the, the under-23 team. So both of these possible players are seeing uh, increasing action recently, and I wouldn't be surprised to see them uh, make it to the squad. Um, uh, Fezulayev uh, was called up fairly consistently recently, but is definitely a substitute, whereas Yakshiboev has, uh, um, has a couple of starts uh, under his belt at least. So that's the uh, right wing, or again, if you think of it uh, as the right upper quadrant of the field. But uh, for the most part, it is the attacking midfielders who play those roles. Uh, in the upper left and the upper right, apart from uh, Mar uh, uh, Masharipov, who is quite consistently there. Uh, but we have three likely candidates in uh, the attacking midfield position. And so we are moving on to forwards because we, uh, we begin with attacking midfielders when we talk about the forwards. And the first of the three is um, Azizbek Turgumboev. Uh, Azizbek Turgenboev, a likely attacking midfielder. The next one is Ostan Uranov. And the third one is Jamshid Iskandarov. Uh, Iskandarov, I should say. Uh, we'll just deal with a couple of other players here. A possible but unlikely is uh, Jamshid Boltaboev. 
but he, let me see, um, returned after a six and a half year absence in June 2023 and started one game, uh, but then was not selected, uh, uh, started one game, was on the bench for one game and not selected for the last three matches. So maybe we will put uh, Jamshid Boltaboev on the list since he has appeared recently and there is a bit of a chance of him coming back. Uh, meanwhile, we'll go back and look at the three likely candidates in this position, beginning with Aziz Turgan uh, Boev. Uh, so Turgan Boev was part of the Asian Cup 2019 squad, but just as a substitute there, he got his first cap a year earlier in 2018 and has 22 caps and two goals uh, for the team. So he was actually off the team for a little while. He returned after a 13-month absence in March 2022 to start six of their remaining 18 games. And he was also subbed in for six and on the bench for four, uh, but not selected for two uh, for two matches there. So uh, Turk and Boev, uh, um, not necessarily a starter, more likely a substitute than a starter, but uh, he has started on the right recently uh, when he has started, but he also played on the left in the uh, Central Asian Cup there and uh, is a bit of a rover, uh, it seems, uh, as he's as back, Turgan Boev, uh, a likely candidate. Uh, Austin Uranov is the next one, and... Um, uh, he returned also after a 15-month absence. He came back in June 2022 and started five of the remaining 15 games, and he was subbed in for nine and on the bench for two. So just one match out of 15 that he wasn't selected for. So definitely uh, uh, will appear, uh, almost definitely will appear on the squad. And uh, he's increasingly been a starter he started four of the last five games, so we might even see him uh, as a starter. That's Austin Uranov, uh, a likely candidate. And finally, we have Jamshid Iskandarov, and he was part of the Asian Cup uh, squad um, in 2015, where he was a substitute. He got his first cap in 2013 and uh, has 29 caps and three goals. But he was off the team uh, a couple of times. Most recently, he returned after a two-year absence in March of 2023 and started three of their remaining 10 games there, as well as subbing into four and being on the bench for three others. So once he came back, he, uh, he was back for good. Uh, always being called up. He does seem more of a substitute, Iskandarov, but um, along with the other two, uh, seems a likely candidate uh, to uh, make it to the cup. Uh, okay, and uh, we do have uh, one player who uh, uh, seems to be off the squad now. That is Sardar uh, Rashidov. I should have introduced him a bit earlier. And he was part of the 2015 and 2019 uh, Asian Cups, but he uh, last appeared for the team in March of 2021. So Sardar Rashidov uh, seems to be off the team, even though he's just 32 uh, years old and is still playing club soccer. So again, a slight chance of him coming back, but we're not going to uh, put him on the list here unless his name appears uh, on the final squad. Let's uh, finish then with the actual forwards, and we begin with Captain Eldor Shomurodov. Shomur uh, sorry. Uh, Eldor Shomurodov uh, is the captain and a definite candidate. And then we have a likely candidate, Bobur uh, um, Abdikolikov. Bobur Abdikolikov uh, at the likely level. And then uh, Igor Sergeyev at the possible level. And we have a couple of other candidates, uh, one at the uh, possible but unlikely level, uh, Ruslan Beck um, uh, Gianov. Uh, Ruslan Bekjianov, um, I'll just take a look uh, a bit later and see if we should put him on the list. And then one we won't put on the list is uh, uh, Shurzad Temerov because he's been off the team uh, since June 2022. 
So let's go back to the beginning and look at the Eldor Shomorodov. Uh, and he is uh, playing with, um, well, he's on the roster of Roma in Italy, actually, but he was loaned to Cagliari uh, since 2023 and has played with a few uh, Italian squads, Spezia and Genoa, and also with Rostov in, Ru in Russia. So uh, quite a good uh, club career. For Uzbekistan, he has 67 caps and an impressive 37 goals. So that's over 50%. That's amazing. Uh, in the Asian Cup 2019, uh, sorry, just let me back up a bit. He got his first cap in 2015, uh, but perhaps that was too late uh, for the 2015 Asian Cup, where he doesn't seem to have been a consideration. Uh, and even in the 2019 Asian Cup, he was a substitute in game one and then gained a starting position uh, uh, after that. So at that point, he was uh, in Rostov, uh, playing for Rostov in Russia. And um, he did score four of their seven goals in that tournament. So kind of made a name for himself there. And he was a top scorer in their World Cup qualifying campaign uh, as well. Uh, and over the past two years, he started 15 of their 20 games and uh, subbed in for one and on the bench for one uh, and not selected for three others. But a bit concerningly, not selected for the last two matches in October. But I'm sure in the case of Shomurodov that that doesn't mean much because it would be shocking if they didn't bring him to the cup. So for whatever reason, he missed those games. Uh, we still think he's a definite candidate. The next uh, is uh, Bober uh, Abdi, uh, sorry, Abdikolikov, and he is a likely candidate. He returned after a two-year absence in November 22, 2022 and started two of their remaining 12 games, as well as subbing in for six and being on the bench for four others. So having come back from that absence, he's been, a steady, uh, uh, he's been steadily called up. And he actually plays in uh, uh, Kazakhstan for Ordabasi in Kazakhstan. And uh, he's been with the team since 2018, but only has nine caps. So uh, nevertheless, uh, he looks like a definite substitute here, uh, but not, uh, not a likely starter. Uh, next, we have possible candidate Igor Sergeyev. And uh, Igor Sergeyev... Um, was on the uh, squad for the 2015 Asian Cup. Um, he was the top scorer in qualifying there. Uh, he started the first two games and then lost his starting position. Uh, for whatever reason, uh, he was not on the team for the uh, Asian Cup in 2019. Uh, but over the past two years, he started three of their 20 games, including the last two. Uh, obviously, he was replacing uh, Shomadurov, uh, who was absent for those games. So he got two starts there. Uh, otherwise, just one start and subbed in for seven and on the bench for one and not selected for nine uh, matches. And that includes the eight matches before he returned in October. So he was off the team, but it seems like he came back to uh, fill in for Sh uh, Shomadurov and uh, a bit up in the air as to whether he's a likely candidate. But he has been with the team since 2013 and has 66 caps and 17 goals. So Igor Sergeyev uh, we have as a possible candidate. And uh, the uh, possible but unlikely candidate was Ruslan Bekjianov. And uh, he's been with the under 23 teams for the last 10 matches. That sounds good. But uh, what it really means is he's not being brought up to the senior team. So um, uh, isn't quite making the senior team. Um, but he, he uh, was subbed in for one game and on the bench for one game. I think that's not enough to put him on the list uh, there. But if his name comes back up, uh, uh, we can reintroduce him. Okay, and that brings us to the end of the uh, forwards and the end of our look through the candidate. And uh, I really don't have any closing thoughts. Uh, it'll be interesting to see whether they continue with three at the back over the 
as they have over the last four games or will continue uh, experimenting. But it's a fairly settled squad uh, with a lot of the players um, kind of uh, anchored in their position or uh, for some positions a small stable of players kind of rotating uh, the position. Uh, as I said, I think Uzbekistan is uh, looking quite good. Uh, some of the youth coming through uh, looking quite strong. So after looking at the players, I actually feel that they may surprise at this Asian Cup, uh, a team that didn't make the final round of World Cup qualifying, but actually usually do. Um, so maybe underrated uh, coming into the tournament, but they are a good and dangerous team. Okay, before we go, we'll uh, just preview part two a little bit so that... Um, will come out in late December or early January. And when we do part two, we'll kind of go through the players that uh, we built, uh, the list that we built here, and talk about which ones made it and which one didn't. So uh, uh, listeners of part one will have a good sense of any surprise non-selections uh, from among these players. And then uh, we'll have to add any players uh, that are surprisingly included on the final squad. Uh, there's always a couple that we we haven't covered, whether they become hot in their uh, club soccer or uh, whether they come back from, uh, come back out of the cold as we've seen a few players do here, some surprise inclusion. And then there's always a couple of new players too. So we'll take a look at those. And uh, we'll also update injuries there um, uh, when it's a bit closer to the time. So um, the, you can look forward to that in part two of the podcast. Okay, uh, we will see you next time. We originally planned to tag on our past, present, and future plans for the media cast, but we have instead decided to put a link to that 10-minute video in the show notes. It covers what we're working on and what we plan to do over the next nine months. I'd like to thank Namur Abacham and Pixabay for the wonderful music you hear in this media cast. The title is called Arabic Trap.